0: Welcome to Viewpoint on Construction, our podcast series that offers modern takes on a transforming industry. Beyond the latest construction technologies and best practices, this podcast series looks at the innovative ideas, creative voices, and forward-thinking themes that are shaping our industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We are thrilled to be here. I'm Wayne Newitz with Viewpoint, and I am honored to have sitting next to me in our studios today, Patsy Dunn. Patsy, welcome.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: No, it's a it's a thrill and honor. And this is a pretty serious topic we're here to talk about today on on the podcast, suicide prevention. So, let's begin. Patsy, I uh, confess I, I know you a little bit from our industry interactions and I am again honored to have you here and I'd go through a laundry list of your accomplishments but please uh, help me I don't want to miss anything important uh, tell us a little bit about who you are what you're up to these days and what brings you to our studios to talk about this today
0: Well, I guess my 30-second elevator speech would be, I'm Patsy Dunn. I'm a CFO of a construction company, I've been in the industry 25 years, came from Alaska to Oregon, have been a general contractor, have been in public accounting. and. Now I am in industry. Um, I am very involved in the CFMA. We are glad to have Viewpoint as one of our principal partners and behind us in so many things. I sit on the executive committee and I also sit on the Construction Industry Alliance for Suicide Prevention, C-I-A-S-P, which is why I am here today. It's an epidemic in construction, in suicide. We are a zero safety culture. Why can't we be a zero suicide culture? But on a more serious note, why I'm really here is I'm a mom and I lost a son to suicide.
1: And I was aware of that, Patsy, and I really appreciate you sharing your story and helping us understand this epidemic Mm -hmm. as you and I were discussing prior to the podcast is this truly an epidemic and the number you gave me floored me 123 deaths you say it
0: per day per day in the United States Mm -hmm. so that's two for every state it's that's flabbergasting when you start to think about it and that's based on uh, 12 Point three per one hundred thousand people in all industries. Now take a step back and let's talk about construction. It's fifty three per hundred thousand, quadruple.
1: Qu- quadruple in the the industry rate.
0: The in, in construction just to be clear. Industry rate, yes. Okay
1: that that deserves some discussion down down the road here a little bit in our podcast. I want to come back to that, of course, and talk about this issue in the light of construction, but um, talk to me a little bit about suicide in general, the stigmatization of suicide the, and the illness itself. I think we're at a point now where we generally recognize mental illness as true illness and suicide as related to that. Tell us where we are from your perspective.
0: We are taking step forward, never fast enough, because we lose 123 lives a day, but we're talking about it. Um, we are lucky that construction has taken their arms and put it around this, just due to our importance of safety, that this fits into our culture. Check on our people, know what's happening, skip injury, so we're taking step forward, but we're still at 123 a day Um suicide typically the highest rate is with men between 24 and 40 which falls mm-hmm. right into our demographic as construction and 78% of suicides are by men by men it's men Higher. They. They. Is that per-
1: is that in construction? Is that is that total?
0: Total. Okay. Total. Okay. It's more. Um, did you know that more people die of suicide than car accidents? Take a moment and think about that. I.
1: I, I don't think I can continue if I think too much about. Okay. Don't that. think
0: too much about it then. Mm. Um. It, it, it's it, unreal to think of how many car wrecks you see a day, and uh, you know how many deaths you read due to automobiles um, every day and now... But, but you
1: don't hear you know what? I interrupted you I'm sorry. No, do. You, you don't hear about this as frequently in news reading Yes, when it is someone of, of uh, who is known, a celebrity Correct. of course you will Correct. hear about that whether it be car wreck, suicide or whatever well, the tragedy but you don't hear about these individual tragedies as much as you would about a, a car
0: wreck. Mm-hmm. Stigma.
1: Yes, stigma. So let's talk about that because I'm, I'm guessing mm-hmm. that our industry has particular problem with stigmatization.
0: Absolutely. Who are we? We're the tough guys. We are the hard workers. You don't want to go to your crew and be called something that I won't say on this podcast. Um, we don't show weakness. We do it for years and years. We build our muscles. We keep working hard. We, you see superintendents yelling at crews to keep going because we got to get it done. We have the pressure of getting jobs done on time, liquidated damages, all those type of things. It's a pressure cooker. Okay, great. And now we get to the end of those and we have seasonal furloughs. We Mm -hmm. have layoffs. You're these big studly men who are construction workers or Big Sudley men are women. Sure. Are construction workers and then they so long no longer can provide for their family. Time off.
1: Which is the antithesis of that identity that you get as Absolutely. someone who is working with their hands, you know, she's building that building, mm-hmm. he's putting in that HVAC system. Mm-hmm. Real work, real results, combined with then a lack of work.
0: Right, and oh. no control over it. Right, for for people that are in control or or feel powerful, um, and then all of a sudden they have time off. Or okay, so what about um, when you work out of town? Because a road crew certainly is not going to be home every night. So you're going down, you know, three hundred miles from here. You're with the five guys that you're with. You're working in the middle of the night so your sleep Mm -hmm. schedule's off Mm -hmm. bad for mental illness because it's not consistent Mm -hmm. and you know 80% of suicides are tied to a mental illness only 20% of those people go for help.
1: I want you to say that again those figures again for our audience 80
0: you overlap 80% of suicides tie back to some sort of mental illness now let's talk about this what's mental? it's of the brain What's illness? It's not healthy. That's not any big deal. You you can have body illness. Your arm is broken. It's, you, when you look at that right. comparison, it's no different. Why aren't we taking care of the brain and the mind as well as we're taking care of the body? Could be depression. Could be anxiety. Mm-hmm. It could be stress-induced anxiety or depression. Another thing to consider with our big tough guys is we employ... A lot of vets. We employ a lot of vets. You
1: realize you're painting a perfect storm. You're, you're painting you a realize perfect storm.
0: It is a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have vets coming back with PTSD, mm-hmm. and then they're not consistently employed, which is maybe hard on self esteem, hard on the being. Or we send them out on a road crew, and they work 12 hours, and then they're off 12 hours. And they're
1: away from their family. They're away from support. That's correct. Whether or not they actively seek it. And they may not from their peers
0: No, in and, this industry. And you certainly, I, I don't want to go out of town. I um, only work in town because I need to be home at night. Is the superintendent going to fire you or punch you? Hard to say. Yeah right so there's a lot of factors in yeah. that and yeah. and and what do you do when you're out of town there's five of you on a road crew you are in Umatilla, Oregon. There is a 7-Eleven you can eat at.
1: I've been there to that 7-Eleven in Umatilla.
0: I have too. I'll be darned. Eating hot dogs on the top of the roof of your truck. for uh, I, I was there as an auditor. But same thing. So what are they going to do? Well, I think I'll grab a 24-pack of whatever looks cold. Mm-hmm. And then what do we all do? We all sit and drink. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or. So now you've got substance abuse. Because... What about...
1: Well, it's self-medication. That's
0: exactly right, from being away. Or today, I'm on this crew. I'm gone for two weeks. I don't get to come back. My back hurts. My back hurts. The nature
1: of the work itself. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Usually, perfect storms refer to three things. I'm counting counting five. I think we're up to six right now. Let
0: me throw another one in there. So, your back hurts. So, you go to the doctor. What does the doctor do the first time? Oh, let me... Prescribed you some painkillers. Here you go, Wayne. Here's some painkillers to take care of your back. Okay, great. You immediately go back to work on the asphalt machine or whatever it may be. A, a jackhammer or you're a framer or you're throwing up board and your back hurts again. So you go back to get some more. He prescribes them again. And then you go back for the third time. It's a
1: vicious circle, isn't it?
0: And and third time he says... I can't keep giving you painkillers. And
1: now you need them.
0: And now you're A, addicted to them, and B, the pain's not going away. So what do you do then? Well, let's just... This is for another time, but the opioid crisis ties right into this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the opioids, the mental health, and suicide are... A trifecta they stack they connect they you know how you have the three separate circles and I,
1: I i do the the, the, the old it's venn diagram, diagram and mrs Bro sang, you're welcome i remembered <laughs> everything you taught me but
0: but the triangle in the middle is almost as big as the three circles on the outside it's, it's
1: scary you know so in addition to being scary though patsy is is there not some good in this in that okay, if all these things are aligning, mm-hmm. are there ways that we can just knock them all out? So let's, let's shift a little bit and, and talk about prevention, mm-hmm. ways to get ahead of this problem. Mm-hmm. But, but maybe let's start a little towards the end of the problem, identifying people who are in crisis. Mm-hmm. How do you know? How do you know whether the person you're working next to is experiencing mental health issues? is depressed, is anxious, how do you know? And then mm-hmm. the big question, if you do, at whether you are their colleague in the field working on a job, whether they're, they're your employee or the supervisor, CM or PM on the job, or whether you are running a construction company, what do you do? So let's start with the first. How do you identify people in crisis? Can you give us some advice?
0: Pay attention. It's- yeah. It's know who you're working with, know who you're working for, know everyone around you. Just know a little, know Mm -hmm. a little. You know, in fraud prevention, they say, pay attention to their lifestyle. Are they out living their lifestyle? That's your red flag. Let's talk about warning signs. Are they um, absent? Are they Mm -hmm tardy are they not present and when I say not present you're at the job Mm -hmm. but you're spinning around or you have a project manager that's been sitting at his desk in front of his computer with his head down kind of pushing papers all day Mm. not being productive are, are they having lots of conflict? Is it the one that's always having a fight with someone else? What about, and this can be both in and out of the field, near hits and misses, right? Right. So, um, did you almost have an accident? Did you fall down this? Did you do that? Just pay attention. They appear sad, or... Sometimes you'll hear things like talking about feeling trapped, right? right. Well, you're in construction. What are you going to do? Quit and go to a low-pressure job and flip burgers or something? You can't support your family. What did we say? We said we're highly male-populated, um, and we are the big, bad, beep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so- and, and, and
1: construction, you were sharing also with me earlier, of all industries, second in from the bottom. In, in suicide first or second depending on, on how, how you, you count it right, it, right? right.
0: so it, um, mining fishing and excavation are grouped as one mm-hmm. so it's a smaller people population but when you combine architecture engineering construction right what do we call us the a, e, and C group mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we are far and above and way beyond everyone else. Um, and again it's all it's pressures it's deadline it's tough guy it's providing for the family it's ups and downs and income on and on and on right
1: yeah no you've laid out a bunch of hurdles around the track now yeah so jumping start start (laughs) jumping there's your advice (laughs) give us some give us maybe through example or from experiences that you've had yourself been aware of give us some examples of how you intervene once you identify once you know that someone's in crisis, okay, maybe from different perspectives as well. Are you are you are you the gals working next to the person, mm-hmm. or are you their supervisor, or maybe even further separated? You're the CFO. You're the CEO of the company. What do you do? What are intervening steps you can take?
0: Okay, first of all, uh, make a caring culture. Make it okay to come say, I can't work out of town for this long because I suffer from XYZ and have no punishment for it. Mm -hmm. You know, make it open. Um, A personal story of mine, so I just went through a couple of the reason, the tardiness, the lack of productivity, conflict, near hits, just not present, um, mood swings, Mm -hmm. and so... If you had someone, if you had a foreman on your job that was doing all those things, what's a superintendent going to want to do? Fire them.
1: Yeah, get rid of them.
0: Look a little deeper. Mm -hmm. See what's there. Mm -hmm. Be a caring culture. Care enough to start asking questions. So I actually um, had a superintendent call me as the CFO and over HR say, Mm -hmm. this guy's got to go. He's got to go, he's late, he's this, he's that. Mm-hmm. And my VP of construction came in and said, "Yep, yeah, we got to get rid of him. I'm like, wait a second. Why don't you have him come in? Let's figure out what's going on and see if we can get on a path to, to get him right because he was a beautiful hire. Mm -hmm. Everybody was excited, got him from a temp company, Mm -hmm. checked up on all his references, great. Had him come in and I looked at him and said, what's going on? Mm -hmm. We have all these things, this is not like you. Don't ask a bland question. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. No, are you having issues? Do you have suicidal thoughts? That's not
1: an easy thing to ask someone. You're right. So it's not, step up. Right. Get
0: a backbone and be the leader you're supposed to be.
1: Okay, I everyone take a moment and write that down, right? And do you have to be a leader though, Patsy? Can you Well, leadership can come from anywhere,
0: I, right? I, I, are you a leader in suicide prevention? Are you I mean, a leader is the word. Step up, have a backbone, care enough to create the culture in your environment to make it the culture you deserve to work in.
1: Well, and you know, for me this does seem to some extent well, no. Let me rephrase that. To a total extent it needs to be a top-down initiative in every construction firm in the country. Mm-hmm. That said, and 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 it will help enable a better culture around mental health and suicide prevention, but that said, how do you still push down from the top to the folks in the field, the people doing the work, the folks who, are, who have that back pain mm-hmm. and maybe have that prescription uh, for an or, opioid? Or
0: don't have that or prescription Or don't because, anymore. yeah,
1: how do you push it to that level so that you start having these conversations even at the job site with colleagues?
0: knowledge is power why can't you have a safety talk about suicide prevention or about back pain and alternative methods 93 percent of insurance plans that we all offer including our state plan all provide alternative medicines they provide mental health care services they provide uh, rehabs there's so many things it's out there but do you do the employees know it no so you need to say something you need to teach you need to let them know it's okay you need to create that caring mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. that here at our firm it's okay to come talk to us right, right. it's okay because we lose hundreds of millions of dollars every day because of the anxiety, the depression, we talked about the absenteeism. What about when you have a conflict on your job and then you can't schedule two people together or that person won't work or they're just not quite there? Think of the dollars. I know that's a terrible thing to say, but it is worth the training time in exchange for the dollars lost. I, I, you know, I'm the CFO, whatever you <laughs> want to call it, but you know, there's no. a monetary benefit oh. too.
1: Well, it's it's nothing but benefit when this problem is addressed.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned
1: safety, and I think that that's key. I think it's key for our audience to start conflating this issue with the issue of safety. Mm-hmm. You know, Zero days on the job without an incident. Is that including incidents of mental health? And where is the program in your company mm-hmm. to address this? So...
0: Can I stop you there for just one second?
1: You can stop me anytime.
0: (laughs) There's a great book. It's called 24-7 Safety, and it's about building a safety culture in your firm, you know, at your company, your firm, your construction, whether you're architecture, engineering, construction, whatever it is, um, it's zero injury and incident. And Mm -hmm. mental health is incident. um, And it talks about personal responsibility, knowing the people around you at home and at work.
1: So, Patsy, let me me jump ahead a little bit here because I want to be very clear with our audience that there are tools there are resources out there for them and I want to make sure that they know this so uh, ladies and gentlemen if you are listening and want to mark this down I encourage you very strongly to do so I'm going to give you a phone number the phone number is 800-273-TALK that's 800-273-8255 this is a number that while we hope you don't have to use it or use it often, that we certainly hope you use whenever you need to do so. And Patsy, tell us a little bit about this service as National Suicide Prevention Lifeline.
0: So this is a fantastic resource. Um, when you think of a suicide prevention lifeline, don't just think of it as a lifeline. I'm feeling terrible. I don't know what to do. This is my last resort. I'm going to call here. Yes, do it. You can also uh, use it for I see a friend, a colleague, a companion, and I say, Wayne, I am not sure what to say or what to do, mm-hmm. but let's call this together and find solutions together because I care and they can help us.
1: So it's not it's not just a tool for the person afflicted in, in the last stages of, of desperation and need. This is a tool that anyone can use, anyone who's even facing a friend, a colleague, an employee. Correct. Okay, that's powerful.
0: You can call without your friend. You can call with your friend. You can call if you need it. You can call if you have lost someone and you just don't know where to go from here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It provides so much more. There is a teen line. There is a text line. It, it, there are so many ways to get to these people. They're trained professionals and they're there to help you or to talk to you or to just be there.
1: So again, folks, that number, please mark it down. Please do use it if ever you need to. It's 1-800-273-TALK, one eight hundred two 273 We'll repeat that again at the end. Uh, And, Patsy, that's not the only way. There are other resources and tools out there. I'm I'm assuming that there there are things online that people can go to. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a website you mentioned. So Uh,
0: I mentioned before um, the Construction Industry Alliance for Suicide Prevention. mm -hmm. We have a website um, that provides uh, a ton of resources. If you're an employer and you want to implement a caring culture in your in your company if you would like to go through the general checklist like how how much at risk am i there are hundreds of articles there are numbers and text lines and websites but we at cfma have been able to consolidate them all together I'll let you say the website in your fancy uh, (laughs) on-air language.
1: Well, thank you. (laughs) All right, the website. Ladies and gentlemen, again, please do mark this down. Bookmark it after you visit this site, www.preventconstructionsuicide.com. All one word. That's www.preventconstructionsuicide.com.
0: As a quick um, overview of what it is, there's a webinar on there that anyone can watch. You don't have to be a CFMA member. Anyone can watch to kind of go back through these facts and probably give you even more than this um, 20 minutes we have today. It has the prevention lifeline. It has the text line. It has posters that you can print to put in your job shacks, in your office. Um, handouts it's got safety talks it's got uh, 10 questions to ask yourself as an employer as a person in the field it's got action steps okay we know we're not handling this as well as we wish we were here's 10 things we can start to do there's a screening portal okay so maybe you have all your employees do the screening they do it on their own they can kind of check their own self, and it's not anyone's business but their own, but it's another service you can offer your team. Um, it also has tips on analyzing and integrating into your culture. So so many, so many things, all those geared to the A, E, and C group specifically. We're not talking general. We're talking about our industry, the industry that we love. We're building and growing together. Let's build and grow a caring culture with zero suicide, because we have one hundred percent safety.
1: There's not a single aspect of our industry also as you're talking that that is not impacted by this. No. I, I all of the topics that we, we hear about, we read about in this industry, workforce development,
0: everything. Correct
1: it impacts so much but of course the number to remember is that 123 and so let's all together work to try to bring that number down a couple more things you said at the outset patsy <laughs> and, it, and it was encouraging that you said that we're moving in the right direction you started with a positive tell me a little bit about what's some of the things you're seeing I, and you're actually a, a, one of the movers and shakers helping us move in that right direction i might point out but what are you seeing? What are we doing right as an industry? Where are our biggest challenges?
0: We are an amazing industry for safety. We're tying this to safety, and we've grabbed on and we're going for it. People are talking about it. My dear friend, Cal Beyer has been the start of the movement. Um, he's Lakeside Industries in Washington, and he brought this to CFMA, and CFMA, we, you know, what what is, Construction Financial Management Association, a bunch of numbers crunchers in construction doing grabbing onto this. Well, you tell me what your biggest asset is It's your company. Mm -hmm. It's my people. Mm -hmm. And what are we short on? Well, labor force, Mm -hmm. you know. And so those make perfect sense of what would be the next, uh, you know, the things that we pay attention to. Um, We're talking about it. Uh, we hold here in Portland, Oregon, a suicide prevention summit every year, right around November 15th, which you can find on CFMA's website, it had hundreds of people attend. We do a class just to know what's out there, and then a class to prevent it. We're, we're talking about it. People, you, here's, here's a story. Yes. And this will bring this point home of... There's such a stigma, even with myself losing a son, Mm -hmm. but now I'm telling the world my story. You've talked me into being on a podcast and tell my story to the world, but... I lost my son in May of 2015, mm-hmm. and I was at RCFMA retreat in May of 2016, and I happened to text Cal Byer, please come down and speak for our chapter, you know, trying to slide a deal, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. He's like, of course. He's like, I have a favor for you. And I was like, what do you need, Cal? Mm-hmm. And he's like, have you ever thought about doing a suicide prevention summit? Mm. It was one year and one day to the day I lost my Brian.
1: Did he know that?
0: He did not know that. And I just sat in the strategic board meeting with tears running down my face. And you know me, women don't cry in construction. It just doesn't happen. And I said, yes. And I interrupted our 20 people. I said, we're doing a suicide prevention summit. They're all looking at me like I've lost my mind because I'm crying and mm-hmm. I'm talking about suicide. And I stepped out to call Cal and I was like, I, I will. I'm like, do, do you know that Brian died by suicide one year, and one day ago? And he said, no. What are you talking about? No, I didn't know. He's like, no, I get your Christmas card. Right. I'm like, go look at my Christmas card. Mm-hmm. And he called his wife mm-hmm. and she looked at the fridge because they keep the Christmas cards up. And he said this is from a year ago I'm like that's right because I couldn't send a Christmas card and of all the people sitting in this room there's only one person who knows right. who happens to be one of my very best friends mm-hmm. and picked my head up off the floor when I had to do the celebration of life.
1: Patsy you you did you did more than pick your own head up you picked up everybody's head in that room <laughs> You're picking up everybody's head, listening to this podcast right now, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you could not have, have done anything in better memorial to your son than what you're doing right now. Um,
0: that's what I tell myself every day. If I can save a life, I've saved a bit of my son. If I knew what I know now mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, maybe he'd still be here.
1: But you know what? We're moving in the right direction. We are. We're moving in the right direction in large part because of you, but you're one person. Hopefully, all you know, I think we're up to about a hundred million listeners. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't you didn't have to laugh that quickly, Patsy. <laughs> I think we're up to we're up to a, enough listeners here that I think this message can get out. So folks, again, I'm going to repeat this and I'm going to repeat it one more time before we're done. The number to use for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-TALK. It's 1-800-273-8255 or the incredible website full of resources, www.preventconstructionsuicide.com. All right.
0: I laughed, Wayne. Because here's my goal for every time I share my story or come and do something like this. if I have one person listening to me, it makes a difference. let's That's my goal let's
1: all commit to helping Patsy make her goal all right <laughs> let's do that All right Patsy now I warned you about this part of our podcast part of our podcast includes nugget time and. And I think that's why most of the people tune in, I honestly do. I don't and blame so you've probably been wondering about the chicken in the corner here, minding his own business, wearing the sunglasses, reading odd. reading Vogue. Yeah. A little odd, a little, little bit of a diva. The chicken has one a little more than a little, right? That's Perrier. It's
0: the pink lipstick. Is doing, that
1: too much? Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, the chicken is our plucking chicken for nugget time, and we ask all of our folks to come and bring a nugget one thing to remember now obviously folks the thing to remember here uh the number and the website that we will that we will repeat again but but patsy you said that that chicken clucking we didn't need to pay the chicken yeah. you could do as well oh, you yeah. could do better so patsy if
0: i save a life today i'll cluck all day long
1: well all right we'll hold you to that <laughs> but not during this podcast however um i'm going to give the chicken the rest of the day off can you introduce nugget time for us today patsy (laughs) give us give us your best clock
0: welcome to nugget time
1: um all right i would say that we can probably let the chicken go now but (laughs) but you will have to come back for every podcast oh no 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 only
0: if i can wear the pink lipstick
1: i certainly can all right so it is now indeed officially nugget time Give us the one thing that you would like people to take away from this discussion, and so then I will repeat, people. course. One thing, that's close to impossible,
0: I think, but I, I will try. Um, after that good cluck, you got to give it a good go. So um, the one thing that I encourage people to say, or more than encourage, um, if you know me, I may have been in your face about this, is people don't commit suicide, they die by suicide. People don't commit cancer, they die by cancer. They're afflicted with a disease. They uh, aren't committing a crime. For them, they're standing in a burning building on the 50th floor, and the choice is the flames on their back or the 50-foot dive. They don't necessarily choose to do that they're not doing it to hurt someone else it's their only way out in their mind Um, so if everyone would just take a moment and quit saying commit suicide and say die by suicide my son died by suicide
1: thank you thank you and so folks with that very poignant nugget, um, in, uh, in hand, I want to repeat once again, these two very important pieces of information, a phone number to use again, not just for you in crisis, but for you, if you see anyone in crisis, if you need help, if you are the victim of this illness, whether or not it is a relative, a coworker, um, Give it a call at 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. And please check the resources at www.preventconstructionsuicide.com. That's one word, www.preventconstructionsuicide.com. Miss Patsy Dunn, it has been an honor, and I think that You may have just made a difference yet again today. Thank you for joining us. Thank
0: you, Wayne. I'm so glad to be here, and thank you for being a proponent of this cause.
1: Absolutely. And thank you, listeners, and we leave it now in your hands to take this forward. Thank you so much for joining us yet again for our podcast of Viewpoint on Construction. We will
0: see you back very soon. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Check back for new podcasts at viewpoint.com or on the same channel. Craving more thought leadership pieces? Check out our viewpoint surveyor blog at blog.viewpoint.com, which is updated several times per week with the latest news, industry best practices, and much more.